Hello, my name is Lauren Patterson, your host and guiding light to self-love. I am the author of Amazon bestseller, Freeing Your Heart for Love, and founder of a nonprofit to help people challenge with abuse and depression. The intention of this podcast show is to inspire and encourage you through my experiences and those of my guests that you can discover self-love and true happiness for yourself. My next amazing guest is Leslie Dowling. Leslie is a board-certified functional nutritionist, lifestyle and Reiki practitioner, and speaker. Through public speaking and her private practice, East West Functional Training, LLC, her passion is to empower individuals to become the hero of one's life journey through functional nutrition, mental mindset shift, healthier family dynamics, one's relationship with food, creating bio-individual programs for optimal performance at home and work with a mind, body, and spiritual balance. She spent years living a clean lifestyle, was on the college tennis team, and is currently an avid equestrian. She is also active with local community nonprofit organizations. Her son is an environmental science major at Wake Forest University, and together they created a podcast called Generation Foundation, Gen Z versus Gen X. This podcast has conversations on how the environment is having a profound impact on the human race. Hello, Leslie. How are you today? I am doing well. Thank you for having me as a guest. Thank you for being here and taking the time to be part of this amazing podcast show I just started. So I'm so happy. For those listening, Leslie and I met on Clubhouse, uh, another amazing person I met on Clubhouse. I love Clubhouse. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how often you're on there, Leslie. I share this when I'm on the podcast, but I love getting on there. It's helped me tremendously with speaking, like public speaking, even though it's just an audio app. Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know if that's, if it's helped you in that way, or I know you meet a lot of amazing people, but it has helped me like share my story a lot more. Yeah. It gives us the courage to, you know, speak and refine and perfect our, you know, all the tools to be on stage, even though we're not physically there. Yeah, exactly. So Leslie, the first question I love asking every guest is why does mental health matter to you? Wow. You know, there's so many different avenues that I could go down because what I speak into as a board certified functional nutrition and lifestyle practitioner is truly the brain gut health. You know, our body's this beautiful vessel. So if we have food that is whole food from Mother Earth, we have more clarity and that actually gives us that the other um, level of being able to engage, having that domino effect of, of having better relationships when we are in clarity and the tools to just navigate through life, through work, through being in the present moment. But sometimes, you know, it can be challenging. Yeah. Food, food is so important as part of mental health. I'm, I'm discovering that now because I, I do notice when I don't eat well, I don't feel good my energy level drops and then I'm just like sitting on the couch doing nothing. (laughs) So that is very important. So I know that you had, you shared this with me before, but how did the unexpected passing of your father affect your mental health and self-worth? Yeah. You know, going back 30 years ago when he passed away, I was in my, I was 21. Mm -hmm. And, and, And that time when, when my father died of a sudden heart attack. He was away on vacation, loved golf and was just 
he was in his early 60s. He was actually 63. He was just at a point where he was enjoying life and all the money that he saved to do some of the things, you know, as he was going to semi-retirement. And it really was like the the carpet was pulled out from under my my feet. I was his only daughter. I was following in the footsteps in the textile industry and we were ready to start a business. And he was really like my guiding light. And when he passed, it hit me hard. And and what I was circling back to is, you know, it was a very quiet thing. It was hush-hush to go seek professional help. So I, I never did that. And it took 30 years for me to do that. Were you so you were really close to your father then? Yes. Yes. We we did, did he know that he had like heart problems or there is just like suddenly he had no I no clue that he had that type of problem. You know, 30 years ago he was on Coumadin, which is a blood thinner and he mm. um they were going to start and stop his heart, but that was something that they do now how they reset quote unquote the heart. So this was all new and he okay. was yeah, so he did know but he looked the other way and smoked his pack of cigarettes. Yeah, you know my husband he used to smoke cigarettes and then he started vaping. He just gave up vape a month ago. So I'm so proud of him. He's doing really well. But it's hard, you know, that habit. Since he was a kid, he's 52 and he's been smoking pretty much all his life. Yeah, that's so, tough. But yeah. good for him. Yeah. So it took you 20 years to find your voice again. How did you do this and what encouraged you to keep going? Well, it, it was interesting because I, I noticed reflecting back that I was just following these passive moments of taking jobs that I knew wasn't right for me. You know, marrying a man who was is very the leader role, very spoken and playing that passive role. And, and I knew in my heart, that's not really, that is not the true person that I knew I had. I had a voice, mm-hmm. but I lost that when I lost my dad and then raising children, I took a step down and I was in the corporate world and I decided to then stay home for a while. And I just lost my identity. And it wasn't until I, I, fell upon uh, the horse world when a friend asked me to ride her horse while she was working just to work this horse. And I, it was just like a bug that hit me. And all of a sudden it was so empowering. So that's how I started my journey. Wow. And, and so the horse, horses actually helped keep you going in a yeah. sense. Wow. That's so amazing. I love horses. I, for my birthday, we just recently went to this ranch like we stayed in one of those tiny houses on a ranch and and um they had sheep uh really cute baby sheep named gabby i loved her she was so cute and they had horses and one of the horses came to me and was just when when the horse was looking at me i started crying so i don't know what that was about but it was very moving for me because i was like what's happening right now because i was touching the horse's face and and it was just staring at me and I just got so emotional and I was like, I'm feeling this horse or something. Like I didn't, I didn't, it was so empowering. So I love, I just recently had that experience. And so when people speak of horses, I I see that horse's face that I touched. The horse came back to me the next day too. And and they were like, Oh, that horse is not usually really friendly. And I'm like, well, he apparently he likes me. (laughs) Magical and very spiritual. Yes. Yes. Very spiritual. And, and, you know, months later after that experience, I was getting card readings and they were telling me that you are a animal communicator. And I was like, 
I am. <laughs> yeah, that's, awesome. that's so cool. It was so cool because I was like, wow. I said, so how can I talk to them? How can I understand them? Because <laughs> I, you know, the birds sing and they talk, but it's like, what are they saying? <laughs> yeah. Unspoken language. Yeah. So that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. So I know that I read in your bio, amazing. I love this. You practice Reiki on horses. So how does this help the horses and what inspired you to start doing this? Um, You know, just to back up a little bit, um, I grew up in a very spiritual community. My mother was a hosiery designer and she always um, surround herself in Manhattan with artists and people that do card reading and numerology. So I embraced this as a little girl. And I think that opened me up to, I could always read people's energy and very intuitive as a, as a little girl. And I thought everybody had that, but I didn't really tap back into it because I always need that validation of school and certifications. And years ago, I didn't want people to think, oh, she's, you know, Reiki, but it, it was sort of this natural, like I was destined for this. And I just tapped in into my spiritual side when I decided after two years of riding my girlfriend's horse to buy my own horse and start competing. I, there was a woman, this is serendipity, who was a Reiki practitioner who had a horse where I stable my horse. And I went through this wonderful woman to get my certifications. And that's wow. what really, you know, got brought me into the whole spiritual world in Reiki. Wow. That's amazing. And, and so when you practice it on horses though, like, does it heal them or like what type? Cause it, is it different than when you do it with a a person? You know what? It's the same way. It's, it's sort of like a spirit, some sort of spirit comes through like mm-hmm. as if we're, you know, and we are vessels. So yeah. I'll feel energy and people that are very intuitive or don't realize it, like you now realize, mm-hmm. you know, wow, you are like the horse whisperer communicating. Yeah. You feel that energy. And sometimes it wipes you out. It wipes the horse out. Or like people, they get that renewed energy. And it's sort of like a black and white movie where, you know, I'll see like a horse ram into something or I'll say, you know, there's a scar here. I'm wondering years ago if this horse, you know, hurt itself through that. But it's amazing how they just completely melt. You could just see their skin and their their whole composure changes. And the heat that's radiated in certain areas of the body of the um, horse is really magical. Wow. Yeah. You know, I, I resonate when you said you, you felt intuitive as a child. I felt this like my whole life too, but now it's even stronger because I'm, you know, pulling angel cards every day and I meditate. And so I'm connecting with that, that higher vibration. And, And I've been told several times in readings that you are supposed to be doing some type of energy work. And I was like, Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not diving into it yet. Cause I'm kind of, I'm kind of scared a little bit. Cause I have to learn how to protect my own energy first. I feel I really want to learn Reiki. You're like the third person I've met that I met a Reiki master who helped me pick out my pendulum and I was going to take some stuff with her, but then I was like, Oh, I put it on the back burner, but yep. something's holding me back. <laughs> from and you know doing what? It. That's fine because I was in your shoes about 10 years ago. And once you drop that fear, we will then start attracting like you're starting to a community that has this higher frequency, like here we are that we've met on Clubhouse. And and you just, I never physically met you, but I could feel the energy through this podcast and this, and it's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Cause yeah, someone before me, there's another girl I met a couple of weeks ago 
And she was saying when, and you probably know this, like the, the teacher you met, but she said, your teacher will just, you'll know when it's, when it's time and when you're going to meet your teacher and your mentor. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I have it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just like you met that, the lady with the horses and I was like, okay, I know it's going to come to me. It's just not right that the right time right now. Like, I feel like it's not the right time. Yeah. Yeah. So. And you will know. And, and that's, you know, and that's, what's interesting. All these years I've always been into just reading books that no other children would read about dreams. And, and I would get crystals and I would have, I had a box in the attic and about five years ago I remembered, and it was like me, it was time for me to open this box and circle back to that energy because I was so busy raising three boys. I kind of got away from that. And now Mm -hmm. I come a full circle. Wow. And we're, we're so we're boy moms. I have four boys. <laughs> oh my gosh. God bless us. A lot of testosterone in our family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting because I ended up in a predominantly male career. So I've been in wow. managing facilities for 14 years and it's all predominantly guys. <laughs> and then I have two grandsons. So my oldest son has two boys. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, maybe someday I'm hoping I get a granddaughter someday. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> yeah, I want a granddaughter too. So I have three more boys that may have oh. kids. <laughs> well, as long as they're healthy, that's all that is ma- matters in this world. Yeah. So yeah, I love my grandsons. They're one and four. So oh, they're such a the good best. age. And yeah. they were born. So the first one was born on 10 6, and my second grandson was born on 6 10. Wow. <laughs> it's really, really cool. And my firstborn son and my first grandson, they share the same birthday. So the father mm-hmm. is the a father to my first grandson. So they share, they were, they were born three hours apart. <laughs> well, you know what? There's no coincidences in life. You know, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of overlaps with birthdays in my family with a lot of Libras. So I, I totally understand. Yeah. That's awesome. So what is the best thing that has happened to you since you started on your journey towards happiness and self-love? The validation of the walk of life of wisdom of feeling really that self-love and reassurance that through the highs and lows and hurdles, I think at, you know, my ripe age of, and I say, you know, fabulously fit and being in that really good state of mind mentally at 55, I'm still rocking it. And I'm in, in really physical, mental shape that I've ever been um, because, it, because I've elevated myself with all the tools of, you know, getting back to the spiritual side and doing something that rekindled my passion that I had when I was in my twenties and graduated college. And I was in a whole nother field and now just really finding what resonates with me. And that's helping others in the mental wellness and nutritionally and really reclaiming myself and letting everybody else know that you could really be the hero and empower yourself to live healthy and optimally. So, yeah. And you look amazing for 55. By the way, five is my angel number two. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Five, five and fabulous. (laughs) Yeah. So what are some of the tools, like what are some of the practices that you could share where that you do to help self-love? And self-care. Yeah. You know what? Take time out for yourself. You know, I'm going through a crossroads now, just 
um, seeing my mother fade uh, in front of me going through our early onset of Alzheimer's and really finding a space to embrace her and reminisce with her because she still has great long-term, you know, memory and, and just checking in with me because this is really a big challenge because we're, we, we are so connected. And I think losing my dad at such a young age, she is like my fire, my guiding light and just making peace with the time I have with her now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it really hits home, but because I got the help when I needed it, after losing my father and just having crossroads in my life, I I really feel like I'm in a good spot to really get through this and reach out to, you know, uh, my husband and let him support me. So, yeah. So are you the caregiver for your mom then? Like you take care of her? Well, you know, they say I do have an older brother. He lives five minutes away, but he works out of town. And Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you know, the the mother-daughter connection energy, you know, he does what he can. But uh, it's basically I'm plotting through this with everything with her to really be there for her and all that goes through the process. Oh, that's so so nice. And sending you prayers and love for your mom. And thank you. You know, I hear people that go through, you know, watching their loved ones with this Alzheimer's and it just breaks my heart, you know, because I, I think about that for me, like, what if I forgot who my family was or my children or my grandchildren? Sure. Like, I can't even imagine that. So yeah, yeah. And what, know, what they're going through in their mind too, like, yes. what do they think? What are they thinking about? Like, are they, I don't know. I think that would be really, really weird for me. If I had to yeah. And I think. That. Now, I, I, that might be a book. I've never written a book, but that would be an interesting book of my journey with my mom and just embracing that. And you know what it was really difficult was all the years of my you know schooling and education, I have to put my tools down by my side because I know the things that she should be eating and, and I'm trying to get her to, to rehab. But at the end of the day, she will eat what she wants. And mm-hmm. um, I realized I can't push things on her to keep that clarity going, but do the yeah. best I can to just support her. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's so nice. So my final question, I love asking everyone, there's always two main questions I ask on the show, the first and the last. (laughs) So what is your show up and love inspirational message to someone listening right now? Wow. That would be to not put yourself at the bottom of the list. Put yourself first, find help if you need it. If you, there's so many different ways that you can reach out, even Google, you know, how you can get the help, even if it's mental health, if it's just having a support group, because really, if we're not in clarity, then how are we going to support and love everyone else? So just try to live optimally and and really love and nurture yourself because we all deserve that. Yes. Thank you so much. This has been amazing. And I'm so glad that I met you and we're going to keep in touch because I need to learn more about Reiki, energy, healing, (laughs) all of that stuff. Absolutely. This was a pleasure and it's such a beautiful connection. And like you said, I'm meeting so many people that I can resonate with and that are, we're, we're all in this wonderful group that inspire each other. So thank you. Yeah. So how can people find you? 
Yeah, they could go. My business and my handle on Instagram is East West Functional Training. And my website is eastwestfunctionaltraining.com. Awesome. Everybody check out Leslie's Instagram website, follow, support. And thank you so much again, Leslie. We'll be talking soon. You are welcome. Thank you for joining me today. I encourage you to come back for more love and inspiration. If you love this podcast show, please like and leave a review. Follow me on Instagram at showupandlove to be updated on the upcoming shows. Until next time, remember to love each other and choose love every day.